Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Amanda Rollert Show. I am so happy that you stopped by as we're going to spend a little time this week on reflection. We have some work to do. We literally, we just have a few weeks left of 2023. Can you believe it? So it's time. It is time, everybody, to reflect on 2023. There's four weeks until the end of 2023. And if you and I are going to be ready for our best life in 2024 to support abundant living today, salt, if we're going to truly be ready, we need to take a look back now. You can't wait until the last week of December and try to get this work in. So it's really important that we spend some time beginning now. Uh, on reflection. We need to reflect and we need to be honest. We need to be authentic in our reflection and that can be challenging. And I'm going to share over the next four weeks how to prepare for closing out 2023 and building our goals for supporting your and my abundant living in 2024. So stick around everyone. Let's do this thing together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Amanda Rollett Show. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And I hope that you will join me over the next four weeks as we're going to use this time to prepare ourselves for 2024. Because you know what? If we're not preparing ourselves, uh, it's going to be no surprise what the results are going to be. Because, like I always say, if we're not progressing, We're regressing because nothing stays the same. So listen, guys, there are tons of support structures out there. When you start talking about the R word, reflect, reflection, reflect on this, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of great information out there. Don't get me wrong. You know, some people, you know, say there's three R's of reflection or there's the four reflection rules or make sure your reflection has these key elements in it. And I'm not here to say yay or nay to any of that. If that's how you want to roll, if you want to follow some, you know, format for reflection, oh, by all means, you do it. The bottom line is don't necessarily get caught up in, oh, I got to reflect this way or that way per se. The bottom line is reflect, reflect on your life, reflect on this past year. Are you? Are you where you hoped you'd be? Are you ahead? Are you behind? Why? So I'm here doing the very same work that I'm asking you to do. (laughs) I'm here to be brutally honest with myself. And I'm asking you to join me and be brutally honest with yourself. If you and I don't reflect and make some goals, for 2024, it should not be a surprise if you are in the exact same place in December of 2024 that you are in today. That's a tough statement. I'm going to say that again. If you don't reflect on 
well, what didn't go so well, where you are in your life in 2023 right now, and then make some goals, make some decisions going into 2024. If you don't spend the time doing that right now, don't be surprised if you are sitting in the exact same place in December of 2024 saying, how am I here still? A year's gone by and I have made no movement. So in order to avoid that, what's the magic sauce? What's the magic bean? What's the magic potion? The truth is there is no magic sauce, no magic bean. The magic is actually motion, movement. You and I, in order to live our best life today, tomorrow, next week, next year, 10, 20 years from now, we've got to stay in motion, moving forward. Sometimes we have to take baby steps. Sometimes our baby steps need baby steps. And sometimes as we begin to take these incremental steps, we might realize, oh my gosh, here came a giant leap and we were able to compound some success, but we will not enjoy any of that if we don't reflect now and work with me. Work with me over the next four weeks and put some of these ideas into practice and I promise you, (laughs) you will not be in the same place in December of 2024 if you truly stick with it and we'll walk through this thing together. So what's on the agenda for this week? It's not hard, but I'm going to ask that you really carve out some time over the next week. You don't have to do it all in one sitting. As long as you kind of work over this next week to carve out a few minutes here, a few minutes there, and maybe you spend a day tackling each one of our five areas of abundant living that we you know strive for on the Amanda Rollett show and we're going to talk about that you know maybe you want to think about that you know spend one a day if you want to do it all together that's fine whatever fits your flow whatever fits into your lifestyle just make a commitment and do it do it with me so we have to say I'm ready to move to take the time to reflect on the past so we know where we're going for the future. Let me preface by saying, when you reflect on something, I'm not saying we're going to dwell on the past. We're not going to dwell on the good or the bad for any length of time, but we're going to reflect on it so we know what we need to do moving forward for salt to support our abundant living today in 2024. You know, so some people say, well, I'm not supposed to dwell on the past. I get it. No, we're not. That's why when you're driving in your car, the rear view mirror is a lot smaller than the windshield, right? Because we can't be looking backwards our whole life. Otherwise, we're going to crash because we, we can't see what's ahead of us. We can't see the beauty of everything in front of us. And I'll be the first to tell you, be very careful about the people that we surround ourselves with because there's a lot of people here, good, meaningful relationships, good, wonderful people, but they spend a lot of their time focused on the past rather than the present. So we have to spend some time in reflection, but it should only be to gather the data 
that we need to know how to move forward, what we need for resources or to plan our next steps forward and to help us learn from what happened in the past so we know which way to go in the future. And I'll I'll just share this story with you. Well, I've shared it many times, but I'm an educator. And as an educator, I, I was also, I coached volleyball. Volleyball is a passion of mine. Volleyball was a a very blessed part of my life. Had an excellent coach, blessed in so many ways and opportunities throughout my younger life, and then was able to coach it into a good level of success. But the, the one thing that I always found very interesting was the power of data, the power of statistics, the power in your hands gathering statistics on a game invariably. So a coach, I don't care what sport you're at, you know, you're you're gonna film, you're gonna, you know, analyze the film, you're gonna, you know, critique the film, you're gonna take the stats, you're gonna break it down as a team, you know, you're gonna break it down by individuals. And everybody on the everybody on my team always had a goal, several goals as a matter of fact. We had a team goal. And then in order to achieve the team goal, we would have individual goals. And of course, I coached volleyball, so we have hitters. We have setters, we have defensive specialists. There's many different roles to play on a team. And everybody had their own set of goal. You know, we always filmed games and then always critiqued the film, you know, the following day. But I always, you know, after every match, I took my stats and I ran everybody's stats. So, you know, if you were a hitter, if you were a blocker, if you were a setter, if you were defense, I knew before I went to sleep that night what each person's individual statistics were, what their data said about them in that particular game or match. And, you know, where that aligned us as we were pushing towards our goal, right? Our our big goal, which is our team goal. I always found it interesting that it's easy to remember the great things. It's easy to remember the great moment. And sometimes we fool ourselves into thinking that there were more great moments than challenging moments or moments of obstacles. And case in point, you know, when I was coaching my girls and I just, I, I loved their, their, you know, their openness and their, their buy-in to the goal setting process. And invariably at the end of a, a match or something, one of, you know, my hitters would say, coach, did you see that, that awesome hit, you know, man, you know, that was great or that block or that stuff or whatever. And a lot of times, you know, my my hitters would reflect, did you see that? It was awesome. I, they, it was a great hit. I was like, that was fantastic. I wonder if you know what your kill percentage was. And basically, a kill percentage is a statistic for a hitter. You know, basically, you take into account how many opportunities you were given, you know, how many sets came your way so you could kill the ball. And a kill means you spiked it or dumped it into your opponent's court and they were not able to play it out. So that was called the kill. So in order to get a kill percentage, you have to do some math, but basically it's how many opportunities were you given to kill the ball and by how many you subtract the errors and then you, you know, you divide it out by total attempts and, you know, how many kills did you get minus the errors all over the attempts and you get a percentage. And we always knew kind of what my team's goals, you know, wanted to be for that when they would come at me and say, wow, did you see that? It was awesome. You know, I had, it was an awesome kill. It was so fun. It's like, great. I wonder what your kill percentage was for the game. Oh, I don't know, coach. It had to be, 
you know, 250, 300, you know, whatever. And I would say, wow, well, we're going to find out, aren't we? You know, we're going to have a team meeting tomorrow. We'll dissect the film. And I know, I know. And then we might come to the next day and they might have a negative 100 field percentage or they might have a 100 or something. And they're like, there's no way. It's no way. I said, let's watch the film together. Pictures don't lie. Stats don't lie. Come to find out, you know, they would have to see, seeing is believing, right? They would have to count how many attempts they had. They would have to see how many errors they had. And it's so powerful. Data is powerful. And when you're able to reflect and see, that's, I, I truly believe that's how we made incremental, you know, steps forward for my athletes to get us to our ultimate goal of getting to the state tournament, you know, and if we didn't have that, we could fool ourselves into thinking we're doing great and we work, but we can always do better. I always told my teams, I said, you can tell a really bad volleyball team from a good volleyball team just by looking. You know, you don't have to be a coach to really say that team's good and that team's bad. But what's the difference between a good volleyball team and a great volleyball team? And those specifics would lie in technique, in foundational skill, and honing in on those skills and working, you know, just repetition and, and pushing yourself to perfection. And then I would ask him, what do you think makes a great team, a state team, which is the elite, the top four teams in the state of Texas. We live in Texas. so And they would ponder that. But I was always challenging them. You know what? State teams are pushing perfection. They're pushing themselves to greater accountability, but they're also communicating with their counterparts. They're communicating with their teammates. They're allowing selfishness to evaporate and replacing it with selflessness. So state teams have moved to that higher synthesized evaluative state of collaboration, selflessness, thinking as a unit, not as one entity. And so I'm saying all these things. I'm sharing this story to tell you that if you don't look at where you are currently, if you don't spend true moments of time right now in these next four weeks of reflection about your life in our five areas, on the Amanda Roller Show, we focus on abundant living in five areas. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to get ourselves prepared because we will have done the work to reflect over 2023 in those five areas. So all we want is some level of understanding about what it means to reflect, but essentially it means to just deeply and carefully think about something. Think about these areas that we're going to talk about. I'm going to say grab a notebook, go get a pen, carve out a few minutes every day for the next five or six days and spend about 15 minutes in reflection. If you can do more, do more. But that's all I'm asking because I'm going to be doing what I'm asking you to do. But I'm going to ask us to reflect on these five areas of our life, the five areas that we talk about. We want healthy minds. 
We want healthy bodies, healthy family life, healthy work environment, healthy work, period. And we want healthy community. What are we doing in those areas? I want you to ask yourself. I want you to take each one of those and purposefully ask yourself, what did I do? What did I accomplish? Did I accomplish anything in these areas in 2023? I want you to write it down. I want you to be honest with yourself. Be truthful. Nobody's going to see this but you. And when I say be authentic, be honest, that means you've got to look at the good, the good things that happen, the bad things that happen, and the ugly things, the healthy things. What does it mean to think deeply about these five areas of our life? Well, let's just break them down. Let's take a look at what you've done to progress a healthy mind in 2023. I think you need to ask yourself, did you spend time growing? Did you spend time thinking about who you are? Did you spend time advancing? Did you get a certification? Did you go to school? Did you take a course? Did you learn something new? Did you read about something? What am I doing to grow myself? Did I purposely carve out time consistently in 2023 for my healthy mind? Did I work on my affirmations? Did I have to practice pinging back into the universe, those negative thoughts? What was I purposely feeding my mind? Did I just ho-hum-drum and veg out on the weeknights or the weekends and you know just mindfully watch sports events or movies all the time, all the time, never diving into my own healthy life? I'm not saying you can't enjoy a good movie. I'm not saying you can't enjoy a great ball game. I'm not saying any of those things. Those are healthy things too. But did that consume you or did you do things in balance? What did you do for a healthy mind? Because you know what? Those six inches of real estate between our ears are some of the most powerful six inches of real estate that you will ever own. It's yours. You get to decide how you develop it. You get to decide if it crumbles. You get to decide. I get to decide. So I'm saying reflect. Be honest. Be authentic with what you purposefully did consistently for a healthy mind over these last 11 months of 2023. Okay, I'm not asking us to think about 2024 yet. We have to do the rear view mirror look first. That's all I'm asking us to do this week. What about a healthy body? What did you consistently do for a healthy body? Maybe you wanted to do an exercise regimen. Maybe you wanted to lose some pounds. Maybe you wanted to firm and tone. Maybe you wanted to join a gym. Maybe you wanted to take some classes. Maybe you wanted to give up sugar this past year. Did you do it? Maybe you wanted to give up sodas. Maybe you wanted to start eating some more fish. Maybe you wanted to incorporate a good, healthy, nutritional difference, you know, vitamins, minerals. Maybe you wanted to add that. I don't know what you wanted to do. I I know what I'm going to be thinking about. So I'm reflecting about a healthy body. What does that mean, a healthy body for 2023? What about family? What constitutes healthy family? 
Our families may look similar, they may look different, but what did you do purposely, consistently in 2023 to have a healthy family life? Did you spend time? Did you make time to spend time with loved ones? Did you have date nights? Did you schedule those? Did you have family game nights? Did you have movie nights? Did you play games together? Did you talk at the dinner table? What, what did you do? What didn't you do? What could you have done differently? These are just things to write down. We're not doing anything except reflecting and being completely 100% honest with ourselves. What about work? More times than not, work is the big, huge bulge that takes up all and most of our time. We, most of us work for a living to provide for our family, to pay the bills. Is that work meaningful? Are you contributing? Are you doing the work that you're passionate about? Or are you doing something in the meantime to get yourself to the place that you want to be? Work is good. Work is healthy. Work is something to be proud of. But it doesn't mean you have to be stuck. You want to be growing. You want to be moving. You want to be that coffee bean, right? You want to be that person that infuses goodness, greatness, progress into your work environment and essentially into the fifth pillar of health, which is the community. What did you do in 2023 to foster a great community of which you are living in? Maybe a street, the subdivision, the town, the region. What are you doing? Are you doing anything? Did you do anything consistently, purposefully to build community, to be a part of the community? You know, you could have done something for the schools, for your church, for the city, for the county. I don't know where you live, but it's something to think about. How are you being a positive role model for your community? Are you? Maybe that's an area you're like, hmm, I could do more. And I say, great, write these things down. Be truthful with yourself. Be honest. Be authentic. So that's what it means. And, and maybe you want to take each one of these for a night. Maybe tonight you want to start about start on the mind. Maybe you want to start on something a little more familiar by maybe you want to start with your body, family. I'm just saying there's mind, body, family, work, and community. Take a day, take a few minutes over the next five days and carve out some time and reflect on these areas. That's all I'm asking you to do. Write down what you're feeling. Write down the truth about your experience in these areas in 2023 over the last 11 months. Ask yourself what went well. Did you make progress? What kind of stagnated or regressed? You know, why? Write down your thoughts as to why. And then the last thing I want you to do in preparation for next week is just begin to think. Just begin to think about where you would like to see yourself in those five areas in 2024. Maybe all you need to do is write one thing. I'm not saying we're going to dive into that whole, you know, hook, line, and sinker just yet, but I want you to reflect. 
I want you to go and purposefully analyze where you were, you know, talk yourself through, write it down, what went well, what could have been better. That's all I want. Some little trigger, some little movement. What would you have wanted? How would you have wanted to end 2023 with movement in those five areas? And then save that and come back next week because we're going to take these ideas. We're going to take this groundwork. We're going to take this data and it's going to drive us. It's going to be the information that we need to help design and write our goals so we can start January 1 knowing where it is we want to go and actually taking the steps to do it so we don't just wake up in the middle of January or the middle of March or May and realize, wait a minute, where did the time go? It's already here and I haven't done one thing that I said I was going to do. That's why, guys, I'm saying it's so important because if you don't take the time right now with four weeks left in this year, don't be surprised if you're not sitting in the exact same place or worse in December of 2024. If you don't do what I'm asking us all to do, you will be set setting in the same place in 2024 as you are right now because guess what time keeps going we either jump on board and progress or it's gonna fly right past you and me we are given truths we are given talents we are given treasures and it is up to you and me to say yes for 2024 yes lord thank you This is the year that I'm not going to make excuses. This is the year that I'm going to live my best life, my abundant life, because I'm going to make some goals and I'm going to hold myself accountable. And we'll talk about all that in the weeks to come. Accountability is a hard thing sometimes. It takes selflessness. It takes discipline. That's okay. We've got each other. We can actually make this thing work. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week to another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show. I am so happy that you stopped by. And you know what? We're going to do this thing together. We are going to prepare ourselves and support our abundant living today and every day as we are approaching the end of 2023 so we can turn the page and say, 2024, here I come. Thanks, everybody, for joining me for another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show. I'm so happy that you joined us. I appreciate you. I wish you all the best. Have a great rest of your week and come back next week as we tackle week two of preparing ourselves for our best life in 2024. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Amanda Rollert Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.